0: the pointer. Why where's the pointer?
1: Yes, ma'am. I didn't see <laughs> I
2: didn't the <laughs> pointer.
0: The one looking for it, but I don't think it's in
3: there. That's where I
4: was. No point. Look in the case, of course. What was you looking for? Oh, is it he right here? Yeah, that's going to have to do if right we can't out. find it. <laughs> I don't know where the wooden one is.
0: I would like to say good morning to everyone. My name is Felicia Hamilton, and I will be your moderator for this session. Excuse me, take my mask off. Welcome to another class given by members of the Southfield, Michigan branch. This is a school and not a church. Neither are we affiliated with any religious organization. This school is a nonprofit, non denominational, religious, and scientific research organization dedicated to showing proof of the existence of Yahweh our Elohim and the operation of His eternal purpose, pattern and plan operating throughout eternity to this present day. This school was established as a result of a divine vision and revelation given to our founder Dr. Henry Clifford Kinley, in the state of Ohio in the year 1931. We hold classes in the United States, Canada and certain other foreign countries. The Southfield, Michigan class was established in 1997. At this time, I would like to introduce you to the Dean of the Southfield, Michigan class, Dr. Marvin Lewis, and our superintendent is Dr. Jarrell Lewis. Okay, where we at? (laughs) In this school, we use the true, correct, and original name and title of the Father, the Word or Son, and the Holy Spirit, which are contained in the original Hebrew text. The true name of the heavenly father is Yahweh. It has been improperly substituted by Lord. The true title of the word or son is Elohim. It has been improperly substituted by God. The name of the Holy Spirit manifested in or out of a physical body is Yahshua. It has been erroneously substituted by Jesus Christ. Now, Lord and God are titles and not names. The Apostle Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, tells us in 1 Corinthians 8 and 5, that there are Lord's many and God's many. But we now know that each Lord must have a name, and each God must have a name also. Elohim is a title, but unlike Lord and God, Elohim is a divine title. That means Elohim is the title our creator chose for himself. Jesus is a name but it is an erroneous name. A minor investigation on your part in a good dictionary or encyclopedia would prove that neither the Greek language, the Hebrew language, nor the Latin language had any characters or letters in their alphabet that would produce the sound that is made by the letter J. Neither was there letter J in the English language until some 1,400 years after the Messiah's death. Therefore, such names as Jesus and Jehovah are impossible renderings of the true and correct name of our Father and his Son. Christ is a title title just like Lord and God. Yahweh is pure spirit, and in this state he is incomprehensible and inscrutable. He is the ultimate source, substance, limits, and bounds of everything. We have Yahweh in his pure spirit state symbolized on this chart as a cloud. Yahweh is not a cloud. He merely chose a cloud to symbolize himself because a cloud has no particular or descriptive shape and form. We have drawn this cloud all around the edges of this chart to show you that everything is within the cloud. In like manner everything in the universe abides within the pure spirit state of Yahweh. Yahweh knowing that man could not perceive of him in this pure spirit state took on shape and took on form right within himself as Elohim. This is the word or son, a super incorporeal being that is having the shape and form of a man, but without flesh and blood. This form can only be seen in divine visions and understood in divine revelation. Later on, this selfsame spirit manifested himself in a physical body and walked the earth plane as Yahshua the Messiah, whom the world calls Jesus Christ. Now, there is only one name given unto salvation, and we must know that name. So the simple yet intelligent question we must ask ourselves is, what was the name of the Savior during the time he walked the earth plane? A further understanding of this name and title may be had by reading the preface of the Holy Name Bible. Also in this school, we teach by the divine pattern of the universe. It is called the divine pattern because it is Yahweh's pattern. After Yahweh led the children of Israel out of Egypt, he called Moses atop Mount Sinai and showed him the tabernacle pattern in a vision. Yahweh instructed Moses to build one exactly like it in the wilderness of Sinai. The pattern consists of, a most holy place, holy place, and a court roundabout. These three compartments make up the one tabernacle pattern. In this school, we show proof how that everything in the universe is made and operates according to the structure and the function of this threefold tabernacle pattern and that absolutely nothing escapes the pattern. <clears throat> Excuse me. The primary aims and constitutional objectives of the class are as follows. First, to help you find and know Yahweh our Elohim as he really is and actually exists. Second, to form a nucleus of universal brotherhood of humanity in Yahshua the Messiah Without distinction of race, nationality, creed, sex, caste, or color. Third, to investigate the unexplained spirit law or so called law of nature and the powers latent in man. Fourth, to encourage and promote the study of the scriptures, comparative religions, psychology, philosophy, modern, practical, and occult science. Fifth, to extirpate current superstitions. Skepticisms and ignorance. Sixth, to learn, know, and understand the operation of Yahweh's eternal purpose operating throughout the dispensations and ages. Seventh, to discern and avoid being deceived by Lucifer, the serpent, the devil, the dragon, or Satan and his demons operating the mystery of iniquity on earth through the dispensations of time. Eighth, to earnestly contend, excuse me, for the common salvation and faith which was once delivered unto the sons or children of Yahweh. Ninth, to make known that Yahweh from the beginning ordained, there is no other name given among men whereby man can be saved, saving the name of Yahshua, the Messiah. And tenth, to inherit eternal life now, In the kingdom of Yahshua the Messiah, with the hope of immortal glorification in the new earth state, our watchword is peace, and our slogan is speak the truth. At this time, we would like to have our class dedicated in prayer by Dr. John Dolmets, followed by scripture, which will be Colossians, the second chapter, the second chapter, and the third chapter, 1 through 15, read by Dr. Shirley Nelson.
5: Praise Him and His great salvation to His sons, and we ask that the words of the speakers would be a blessing to those that hear those words through Yahshua Messiah. All this
1: and all other blessings we thank you for in the name of Yahshua Messiah. Let's all
4: say. Hallelujah. I don't need anything. I'll be
5: reading. Scripture reading this morning is Colossians chapter 2 and chapter 3. I'll be reading from the Holy Name Bible or the King James Bible, utilizing the true and original names as appropriate. Colossians chapter 2. For I would that ye knew what great conflict I have for you and for them in Laodicea, and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, that their hearts might be comforted, being knit together in love and unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding, to the acknowledgement of the mystery of Yahweh and of the Father and of the Messiah, in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And this I say, lest any man should beguile you with enticing words, For though I be absent in the flesh, yet am I with you in the Spirit, joying and beholding your order and the steadfastness of your faith in the Messiah. As ye have therefore received Yahshua the Messiah our Savior, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the traditions of the men of excuse me, after the tradition of men, after the remnants of the world, and not after Messiah. For in Him dwelleth all the fullness of the supernal nature, and ye are complete in Him, which is the head of all principality and power in whom also ye are circumcised with the circumcision made without hands, in putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of the Messiah, (laughs) buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of Yahweh, who have raised him from the dead, and you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, have he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, knelling it to his cross. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink, or in respect of a holy day, or of the new moon, or of the Sabbath days, which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is the Messiah. Let no man beguile you of your reward in a voluntary humility in worshiping of angels, intruding into those things which he have not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind. And not holding the head for which all the body, by joints and bands, having nourishment ministered and knit together, increaseth with the increase of Yahweh. Wherefore, if ye be dead with the Messiah from the rudiments of the world, why is the living in the head of Yahweh? Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with the Messiah in Yahweh. When, when the Messiah, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Mortify, therefore, your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence excuse me, and convictiousness, excuse me, which is idolatry. For which things sake the wrath of Yahweh cometh on the children of disobedience, in the which ye also walked some time when ye lived in them. But now ye also put off all these anger, all these, which is anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds. And have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge, after the image of him that created him. Where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, s- s- bond nor free, but the Messiah is all in all. Put on therefore as the elect of Yahweh, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as the Messiah forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfectness, and let the peace of Yahweh rule in your hearts to the which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Let the word of the Messiah dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to Yahweh. And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of Yahshua the Messiah, giving thanks to Yahweh and the Father by him. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands, as it is fit in Yahweh. Husbands, love your your wives, and be not bitter against them. Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing unto Yahweh. Fathers, provoke not your children to anger, lest they be discouraged. Servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh not with eye-service or men-pleasers, but in singleness of heart, fearing Yahweh. And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily, as to Yahweh and not unto man, knowing that of Yahweh ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve Yahshua the Messiah. But he that doeth wrong shall receive for the wrong which he hath done and there is no respect of persons. I have read Colossians chapter two and three. Hallelujah.
0: Once again, say good afternoon to everyone. And we want to thank you for joining us. We do apologize for the late start. And due to that, we will be going over by about 10 minutes. Uh, We welcome you all out. We want to acknowledge our visiting brethren. We thank you for coming. We always enjoy seeing your faces. And it is always indeed a pleasure. And before we begin, we'd like to remind everyone to please keep your cell phones or electronic devices devices on silent so as not to disturb the speakers on the floor. I will be disinfecting the microphone after every speaker. You'll have to hold it as we don't have a clip. It broke, so sorry about that. And for our first speaker, we're happy to call from our Detroit class, Dr. Kenyatta Richmond.
2: Pleasure to be able to attend the school and not watch a uh, screen a video or a Zoom because I'm pretty much distracted when I um uh, on a YouTube and a Zoom, which I I'm a, I appreciate the f- being able to still attend class, but I'm not able to fully get the you know the presence of being in class like today. So I am appreciative of this. So this is a school and not a church. And we come here to learn something that we didn't know before or confirm something we've already learned or just maybe go over some things. So the scripture lesson was um, Colossians. And Colossians is a letter that's written to the Colossians or and by Paul. And Paul didn't follow the Messiah. Paul was uh someone that Yahshua just revealed himself, and that's what happens when you learn about Yahweh. He has to be revealed. Dr. Kinley, in the year 1931, as the moderator said. Dr. Henry Clifford Kinley had a divine vision and revelation in the year 1931. He not only had a vision, what we see pictorially pictorically illustrated around this room, but he, he was able to understand what he had put on these charts. And that's what we're trying to get an understanding of what the vision. That he had so right now we are still currently in a pandemic where we wear masks and um, we should be careful about going into buildings where a lot of people or whatever but the whole thing about this pandemic it was about the breath of life losing your uh, your breath the breath of life which is the holy place here, where the lungs are. And the lungs uh, corresponds with this altar of incense here, which was four main ingredients, just like we have four main ingredients in our lungs. And this pattern of man, you can... Place this pattern of man, that he, he made this pattern to show us ourselves so we could be able to see our pattern, which consists of a most holy place, holy place, and a court roundabout. And we have that same thing, pattern of man or tabernacle of man, most holy place, holy place, and a court roundabout. And the way that is is your most holy place is your head cavity man by the pattern. Your head cavity is the uh, pretty much the control portion of you don't do anything without your head. The head gets up first and then the body follows. And the holy place correlates with the holy um, the chest cavity correlates with the holy place and the core roundabout which is like the abdomen region where the um, intestines are. So man made in the image of Elohim by the pattern of the universe. That's what this chart consists of. So during the pandemic, the lungs were affected, and other organs were affected as well, like the kidneys and um, even, like, headaches. So the whole body was affected during this pandemic but the breath of life um give me give me where the breath of life is with
6: That's Psalms 150 and 6
2: everything that has breath
6: let everything that has breath praise ye, Yahweh
2: so if you're not able to breathe, you're not able to praise Yahweh. That's pretty much. When you take off this flesh, you're ceasing from praising Yahweh in a physical body. That's the only. Uh, that's the that's the silent or the. The spirit. The brother- Life is the spirit, which is Yahweh. The same as eternity. Yahweh is spirit. Yahweh is eternity. He is all in all. You you can't see him in a um. You can't see him with your natural senses. You have your five senses, and you're not able to. So he came down in a set shape and form so he could be understood. But he was understood in this state only by the five visions in Revelation. And then he later on came down in a physical body to mankind because if he had not come this way, we wouldn't have a way to go. There wouldn't be any uh we're not going anywhere physically, but it wouldn't be a place. There was there was not a place before he had, you know, like some people say, well, why do people have to die and why is it disease and bad and all of this in the world? But he's he doing this to show you that his power, his power was he raised from the dead on the third day. No one had ever done that before. They were, um, he raised Lazarus from the dead, but Ra- Lazarus had to die again. Was he died, buried, resurrected? There was no more death in that way and um, like I said I'm just grateful to be here and um, I'm just grateful that Yahshua has shown me something about him to be able to uh, praise him in spirit and in truth and within myself I, I may not be able to deliver anything today but I am grateful within myself and Yashua I give all praises to Yahshua within me because he still got me coming. And I do realize that um uh, what my purpose is in life now is to tell as many people about this. Mm-hmm. And then my job would be done. Thank you, Dr. Richard.
0: Thank you, Dr. Richmond, for that beautiful testimony. And before I announce our next speaker, we'd like to uh, welcome back our returning visitor, Mr. Quincy Gamble and Lisa Austin from our Detroit branch. Welcome. And for our next speaker, we'll have been call from our Southfield, Michigan class, Dr. Ayana Gamble.
3: Mm-hmm. that's uh john domus calls that COVID right
4: thank you there's
3: <laughs> 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 yeah, been a lot going on
4: especially
1: with uh, uh, yahweh's been really showing us a lot right you know and getting us prepared for shedding this flesh for being a part of his body. See um I have so much on my mind. I'm just asking that Yahshua allows me to be able to give a reasonable testimony that would edify God. Because this is so important. Um first of all, we know that Yahweh is spirit and in this state we can't
4: understand
1: him. Right. And we cannot even comprehend anything about him in this state. So what he had to do was come down into shape and form, which is Yahweh Elohim. And in this this, in this in uh, state, just like the previous speaker said, he was able to be seen in divine visions and revelations. Mm-hmm. And through this is where the tabernacle, he actually showed how everything was made according to this pattern. Right. Mm-hmm. And that there is nothing that we can do to escape this pattern. So he says, I was, I was reading one of the scriptures. If you can get me, um, well, let me wait on that. I've been reading a little bit about, uh, he, you know, how he spoke to us in parables. I mean, back in the day, he would speak to all these people in parables. But then when it came to his sons, he would explain it and talk in plain English what is going on. And so that's what he's doing now. See, he doesn't change. He's been doing this from the beginning. You see, but we're the ones who's trying to catch up and understand what he's trying to say. Right. So what he's done is, he's given us this divine pattern, this divine pattern. And everything is made according to this pattern. And like the previous speaker said, it's a most holy place, a holy place and a court round about And these three compartments make up the one tabernacle pattern. And that absolutely nothing escapes this pattern. He also has vessels inside of this pattern. There was nine vessels that were in here. It was the altar of sin sacrifice, the brazen labor, the holy cup of anointing oil, the seven branch candle stand, the altar of incense. He had the three in one um, configuration of the um, mercy seat. And these nine compartments was in this tabernacle. Now, why did he have it nine? If we look at our own bodies, because we're made according to him. And everything goes according to him. Then we gotta have what? Nine um, nine systems in our body. Right. You see? And so just like the previous speaker was talking about with COVID and all that, man, it's funny because me and my husband was just talking about how, how we were talking about the breath of life and how we sit here and we breathe Yahshua's name or Yahweh's name. Right. And that's a hard one to understand. A lot of people can't see that. It's hard and I understand that because it's it, it is hard. But see what Yahweh shows us is that if you get that Psalms again, that scripture that, that was just everything in you got it. Yahweh was showing me something about that because I felt like I really you know, you, you really sometimes it's hard to explain how and why Yahweh did it the way he did it, because of our own understanding. May not he might not have showed us that, but it's it's a body. So it's somebody in the body that's going to be able to express or explain what that is. And it's, you know, yeah. but could you get that for me, please? In Psalms. Psalms 115. Let everything that had breath praise Yahweh. Now, it's one thing I've learned in this gospel and what I've learned about Yahshua. He don't just say anything. Right. He says what he means and means what he says. So when he says, let everything, go ahead, one more time, please.
3: Let everything that has breath uh-huh. praise Yahweh.
1: Let everything that has breath praise Yahweh. Mm-hmm. So that means Fido, that means right. the fish out there, that means everything right. that has a breath. So it's not saying, okay, you've got to have breath and say his name, but it's talking about that breathing because we're everything that has the breath of life. How is everything going to be able to praise Yahweh? That's right. When he said everything, he didn't just say only people. Right. He said everything. Right. So that means that everything has to praise him. That's and that means that everything that has breath of life is praising his name. Yeah. And I know it's over-exaggerated, but if we lay in bed and just lay there mm-hmm. and hear it, we can hear. But then it takes Yahweh to show us that. See, these things that he's saying, he says he talks in parables. And he's expressed all these different things in the scriptures to us. But then he comes back and gives us plain English. Mm. Hey, listen. Mm. Well, I'm going to show it to you. This is why you have nine nine um, systems in your body. You see what I'm saying? That's the reason why we, we live in the past, future, we speak in the past, future, and present tense. That's why we use a fork, a knife, and a, and a spoon. Mm. Everything goes according to pattern. We only travel by land, air, land, Air and uh, water, the, mm-hmm. by water. That's right. So those is, that's, it's a reason for all of that. Nothing is happening haphazardly. And that's the awesome thing. Mm-hmm. Because once you understand mm-hmm. that it's not about you, right. that everything is about learning about him and being able to share it with, with someone, mm-hmm. just so that they can have a hope. See, this class, we aren't going by something that is not proven. See, it's not about my word or anybody's word. It's about like Yahweh's word. Right. You see? And he has given us the, all these different type of examples in his creation to show himself. And like in the, in the, the scripture reading that we, we talked about, um, that was in Colossians, it kind of reminded me, and it took me back to when Yahshua Messiah had given a way for those children of Israel to come out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. And there was always a way that was given, throughout even in our own lives. There's always a way that's, that's right. given for us to come out of whatever state that we're in, that's right. because we're all going through something. There's nobody walking around here that's not affected by there. anything.
4: That's right. You
1: know, because Yahweh has to take us through something. He said it in order to deliver you, because what he is is a deliverer or savior. Mm-hmm. So with this right down here, we're looking at this t- down here with these children of Israel. He told those children, Israel back here, he said, in order for you to be delivered, you have to put, you have to get a lamb. And that lamb had to be without spot and blemish. And that lamb had to be killed, totally consumed. And you had to put the blood on the upper of po- uh, the upper door and the two side posts the in the bottom of where the label, was on, where the blood was so that was four points of blood. And the reason why he had to do that was because he had to show them that something had to die in order for you to live. You see? So just like back here we got Messiah, when he died on that cross, he died. He died. He was nailed on the cross. I mean, he was nailed on this cross. And this cross back then, that's how they killed people. Is they killed them on the cross. That's the reason why this cross was signified as death. That's why it wasn't a wife, it was death. So this particular, how he put him up there is he was nailed in his hands and his feet, and then he had um, was a crown of thorns on his head. So that was the four points of blood. And then he had to be pierced in that side, just like that limb had to be poured, pierced in the side, because Yahweh's being that true lamb, in order for us to have a way back in that body, I'll out blood and water. You see? So, how do we got to go back in and by that same blood or spirit? You see, when he goes the same exact way. And that's the reason he had to be pierced. Because guess what? This lamp had to be pierced. And then that blood has to come out. And in order for them to, they didn't go down here. Moses, when he came down here, the burial showed, most- there wasn't Moses doing that. Just and- like it's like- not anyone- anybody had to live in. He had not sides to, to doing that. It, it was him who came down here and-, and died for us. they, they took that blood and put it on that door. And in that same blood, they were able, that deaf angel was able to pass over them. And I feel where they had that blood on the inside of it. Why did I, I said, well, we have to be on the inside of it? Yahweh said, the reason I have to be on the inside of it is because I have to be in you. And he is that true brother. And so after he did, after they did that, that deaf angel passed over them, they were able to, ah! to take that ah! name and Holy Khazum, and they were able to come him. out of Egypt through doing this. He didn't come down there with shed his blood from their He gave them the blood of Yahshua's That's what he did. He put the so about blood and the death of that lamb that changed to resurrect him on his hand. And that lamb had to be roasted to fight the title of that cross.
4: It was called a rainbow uh,
1: you got to get off the cross and you such a savior. Right. Get off the cross. Do what you did, you can do. How are you going to get up there in that? No, no, roasted no. You know, roasting him. That's no, how I mean.
4: he had to be roasted. You know what I'm saying? And they didn't talk about with uh, bitter herbs. had to be with bitter herbs. Why is that? You know what I'm saying? Why?
1: Because the Messiah had to be, they took, they took and put. Um, vinegar, right. And, and that's vinegar. You, you know what I'm saying? That should have been another. And you can't put it. Who should have made that up? Y'all just sit here and
4: name that
1: So, you sit here, everybody. Out. There's so many different concepts. So, y'all have given us the ability to know, see, by this type pattern, is set the part of the wrestling. Because this is the only thing that we have. God was giving us that's the definition of Him. He was able to give you the secrets. That's what He talked about in that scripture. Talking about He'd speak to a son, and uh, He'd speak to a son in plain, explain those things. But to the other people, He gave them parables. That didn't change. They're still sons and not sons. Do you see? But the prayer that we have is that we are a son that's a part of His body. And guess what? Everybody has an opportunity, and we can get. And, have, and actually be able to learn something about him, it doesn't matter who you are. It's not Jew, Gentile. It's anyone has the ability to come down here or to learn something about your Heavenly Father. Those things are so, that's the only way for us to receive eternal life. And it wasn't us that said it. It was Yahweh that said that. Because you get the scripture talked about what eternal life is. That's
6: John 17 and 1. I'll start at 1. John 17 and Mm 1. These words spake Yahshua and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Right. Father, the hour is come. Right. Glorify thy son that thy son also may glorify thee. Mm -hmm. As thou hast given him power over all flesh. That he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. That's right and this is life eternal now
1: this is life eternal this is what Yahweh said when he was on that cross go ahead
6: that they might know thee
1: that they might know thee go ahead
6: the only true El
1: the only true El there's not many and
6: Yahshua the Messiah And the Messiah, whom thou has said that
1: Yahshua has that he has said you see that's that he said it we didn't make that up so we got to know first of all we got to know who was What's his name you know, just like when you first meet somebody now, you don't say, uh, we, we first introduce ourselves by our names. Mm-hmm. You see? I'm a young Brazil gamble. Right. That's my name. That's right. You see what I'm That's saying? Right. I'm the son of Yahshua Messiah. Right. No matter where I am and no matter what, what I'm doing, is right. always on my mind. That's right. And That's can't right. nobody right. judge and tell me who I am. That's That's right. Right. You That's see? Right. Yeah. Because it's Yahweh who knows I'm it's Yahweh who knows what's going on in here exactly. And Yahweh is the only one that's going to be able to fix this If that's there's something wrong right. Which is that's always right. That's that's right. Right. So what I'm saying is Is right. that by coming here in this school right. You get to get off of folks yeah. get your mindset on him Because you know the only one that you can praise And ask for help is that's him, him. That's right. You see that's right. I you. There's a people, a lot of folks out there Have the zeal to know Yahshua right. And they just don't know that The reality of how to worship him and he takes that in consideration. We can't put nobody in hell. What we can definitely say is, is that we know that this is the only way that Yahshua has allowed us to know him and know that this is the truth. Right? This is the only truth out in the world. This lamb right here that died for them, they were able to come out of out, out there, out of Egypt. He totally destroyed Egypt. Egypt had all kinds of different religions and traditions and all kinds of stuff going on back there. And he had to tear down each and every last one of their guys. Mm. Why? Because he's a deliverer. He's a savior. He's the only one. You can't have no other thing you believe in here. That's what he do with us. He had to tear down all of our thoughts, all of our opinions, all the things that we feel that we know so much about. He had to take that out mm. one by one. And it don't come automatically. It's his time frame when he feels his time. Mm. So he takes it one by one, all your thoughts and traditions and how you feel that you're supposed to worship him, what you think is the way you're supposed to worship him. He killed, he tore all that down back there. That's a type, that's what he did back there, that was a type. And he brought them out. And he told Moses when he went down there, he didn't send Moses down there and not say, hey, guess what, when you go down there, you're on your own, you know? I don't know what's going to happen, but you try to get them out of there. He told them not only what to do, but he told him what Pharaoh was going to do. Pharaoh's not going to let him go. The first time he said, he's going to say, no, I ain't letting your people go. He told him the whole thing. He ain't leaving leave them out there in the dark. He showed his son exactly what he was to expect, and that's exactly what he's doing with us. So everything that's going on out here, all we can say is thank you, Yahshua, because you're the only one that's going to deliver us from this hell that we're in because this is the true hell. You know, people are crazy out here. Yeah. They have no type of hope. You got people driving from, what, miles or something, um, hundreds and hundreds of miles to come and shoot up people because of a the color of oh, skin. I mean, you got folks out here trying to, uh, it's just insane to me. And the only thing that keeps me, you know, and it's not out there, it'd be right next to you. But imagine this, every day you're saved no matter, you can walk every day he saves you, it could be anything that happens and he saves you you see what I'm saying, and even if he puts you through something he's going to deliver you you know, he's going to deliver you, this is our only hope I just want to thank Yahshua for allowing me to be here allowing me just to have anything to say, because what I'm learning is, it doesn't matter as long as you know something but your heavenly father, and you share that, that's all that matters. Right. You know? Because that's, right. that's our only strength. That's right. that's right. Sorry I chopped that up, but um, good job. hallelujah. Right. Thank you, guys. Right. Thank you, Dr. Campbell. That was great
3: next we're all right give me a second y'all i'm sorry about all the moving in. Boy, that's a sound. Huh. Well, i can't take that basketball they drive me crazy i'm about to, about to go down there and shut them down like y'all can't play no more <laughs> grown me and that's the uaw uh plant plant team like y'all all too old to be out here doing this anyway <laughs> Right, oh then they're going to be on better, though <laughs> can't work. <laughs> I ain't doing all that. Last young week, more about Oh, last world week. The world is messed. Sorry, I didn't give me one second. Oh, we did want to uh, welcome our DSP visitors. That's I think one, we're streaming, streaming live. Yeah, we're streaming. Yeah, about 25 people
0: yeah. We have
4: yeah.
0: about 25 people watching on YouTube, so we did want to acknowledge you and thank you for joining us live stream.
3: I just want to see if this, if this will work, and we can get rid of some of that noise. Test,
0: test, test. Our, our sound guys trying to eliminate all of the
3: background noise that. You yeah, hear. everything that uh, too much has happened. Yeah, we're in a community. All right, center. we going to have to deal with the noise, dog. So. So, <laughs> so I don't even need, I don't need it. I don't need it okay. The um. So today has been one of those days, yeah. and what I what I understand is. Yahweh will put everything in your way, not to be able to come that's to class, right, yeah. <coughs> not to be able to, uh, maybe I'll get the camera to follow me. Uh, not to be able to come, and not to be able to focus on Yahweh. That's, mm-hmm. right. that's why I want the 10 spirits. Greatest tricks is, uh, distractions. Right. That's right. So we got here, and, uh, the dudes didn't have the room up, and they only give us an hour to set up the room. And you know what this took me back. Those of you who've been coming for a long time, when we was at John Grace, we used to go there, and the people wouldn't, they never forgot about us. we yeah. just standing outside with waiting, yeah. bags waiting. Yeah. So we had to wait. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't get the door open, and he had the chair set up. Then we get in here, I said, okay, I'm going to set up the stream and stuff. None of these outlets got power. Wow. <laughs> so, that's why we got that extension cord. He got us back to go out there. So anyway, not wanting to complain but. That's why I kept getting up. I know that's distraction when I when I'm doing that in class. I'm sorry for that. Joshua woman, we'll get that together for the next time. And so all the people online, I know it sounds terrible. Hey Joshua Woman, we'll get it going. But anyway, um, I enjoyed the previous speakers, and I'm glad to be in class. I'm glad that uh Joshua was giving us another opportunity to learn of him because there is a creator. And everybody in the world is looking for, for him, her as far as their philosophy is. And everybody got an opinion about it. And nobody's really sure. And that's why you got in the world, not people. everybody's, I just do my thing and you do yours. And you know, because really we can't, we can't prove, I got this in my ear, I can't We can't prove uh, they can't prove anything. And that's that's what they all fall back on. I can't prove mine. You can't prove yours. You believe what you want to believe. I want to believe what I want to believe. Right. But now, if we're talking about a creator, a God created this stellar universe that we know and see and we interact with. And you get the feeling of awe when you go out in the world. You look at nature. You look at Lake Michigan. Stand on Lake Michigan. Look like ocean. Oh, you look like it's a lake. You get that feeling of awe. And you realize that this is not happenstance. This is not, uh, you know, the, the universe where they say Big Bang and everything just kind of randomly and it just the proper conditions was just right in life and all this stuff. Do you understand? Even the most honest scientists know that what they say is they don't believe in religion or there's some old man up in the sky and all of that. They don't believe that. What they say we can't say that there, there isn't. This wasn't created. We just don't believe it's an old man up there. We have no proof of him. That's what they say. We, have, we haven't seen no evidence of that. But they say we can't say that for sure. It could be, it could be some of because a lot of it does seem on purpose. And they'll admit that. You understand? The honest scientists, you know. So, anyway, what we're saying is there is a creator, and his name is Yahweh, and he works a particular and prescribed way. You understand? And he has always worked that way. You see? So now I want to say this verse too. Yahweh, ain't nothing special about us or right. this school. You look, think about it. Right. Look at what you, we right. come up right. in this room, the power don't work, they playing basketball over there. A lot do on the what. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? But that's not the way Yahweh worked. You look at what it was, essentially the first church when Yahweh brought them out of Egypt and uh, took them into the wilderness of, of Sinai they wasn't in no fanciful building, no great edifice. No. They was in the wilderness, standing around a mountain. That's right. And that's the first church. You understand? First assembly. First assembly. So your creator, no, and what we're trying to say is we can tell you. That's why I'm going to stop off the camp. We, can, we know something about you We know it because he gave a man a vision, as he has always done. He gave Moses a vision. Moses up, we heard the story of Moses in the burning bush. That was a vision. That's not abnormal for God. See, what we, a lot of times we do, we read, man was made in God's image and likeness. That's what we read, but in our minds, we think God is made in man's image and likeness, mm-hmm. you understand? Mm-hmm. You can't, because you can't do it, God ain't not give people vision, you know, right. you know what I'm mean? saying? But everyone that he gave a vision, he gave them proof. When he can get, get Moses real quick, we ain't gonna do a whole lot of reading because I want to get down. And a specific point, Moses I appreciated three. what the previous speaker said. Yeah, get, just get at the burning bush real quick. Um, I'm sorry, get where, uh, yeah, get the name. We might as well do that. Then just go to where he gave him the signs.
6: That's Moses 3 and 1, and then I'll drop down. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his
3: father-in-law, the priest of Midian. We're going to have to cut it real so Go right to where he had the burning bush. I'll Yow go down, would, down to 10. Yeah, who am I? When y'all would give him the name? That's uh,
6: Exodus 10, 3 and 10, excuse me. Come now therefore, and I will send thee unto
3: Pharaoh. Most of us in here have heard the story. Yahweh flee, I mean, Moses flees out of Egypt because he killed a man. Pharaoh sought, sought his life. He flees out of Egypt. He's out here. He has a whole new life out here. He's tending to his father-in-law's sheep. He's married. he got kids now. He's out here tending the sheep. Bush on fire. is not burning up, though. God speaks to him out of the bush, and this is what Yahweh's telling him. Go ahead. Come now, therefore, and I will send thee unto Pharaoh. He said, go to Pharaoh. But that's how you do it. See, I'm, let me stay on track. He said, come now to Egypt, and I'll send you to Pharaoh. Go ahead. That
6: thou mayest bring forth my
3: people, the children of Israel. These people who are slaves in this land, you're going to deliver them. Now, Moses, we've been bringing this point out lately a lot in, in our class. Moses is uh, minding his own business. Your, anybody got plans after class today? <laughs> you're going to eat? Might go watch a couple of games, might take a walk to the park out there. Then Yahweh come to you and say, You're not doing none of that. I need <laughs> you to go down here. You see what I'm saying? He's chilling. He got a sheep. Everything good? No, go down to where they're trying to kill you. You know what I'm saying? Like upset his whole thing. <laughs> you see? And that's how Yahweh's not. And anyway, Yahweh still worked that way. Because our thoughts ain't his thoughts. So now go ahead. He's telling Moses, you're gonna go down to Egypt and And free these people from
4: slavery. Go ahead. I'm going
3: to try to stop. And Moses said unto Yahweh,
6: who am I? Excuse me. And Moses said unto Elohim, who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh, and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? And he said, certainly I will be with thee, and this shall be a token unto thee, that I have sent thee. When thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, you should serve Elohim upon this mountain. Right. And Moses said unto Elohim, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, right. and shall say unto them,
3: The Elohim of your fathers have sent me unto you. Now Moses asked a question that most of us didn't even pay that much attention to in the Bible, even if you had read this before, you came to one of these schools. He asked God a question. Go ahead. <clears throat>
6: And Moses said unto Elohim, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The Elohim of your fathers, and sent me unto you. And they shall say unto me, What is his name?
3: What shall I say unto them? So when Moses said, God will not go down here and tell them, God sent me, what name should I tell them? That's not a small thing. <laughs> It's not us who come down to these little rinky-dink schools with these funny paintings and we over here, that's our stick. Yahweh is the true name. We know the true name. That's not our... We're not making it important. You understand? Yahweh making it important. You understand? Right. Yahweh didn't tell... Listen, we tell you the true name is Yahweh. The true title that he chose from himself is Elohim. Yahshua, the Savior's name is Yahshua, not Jesus. He said, well... I don't think God is that, you know. He got all the whole universe to worry about. He ain't really worried about what we call, right? That's how we think. Mm -hmm. Well, why did you tell Moses that when Moses? Don't worry about it, it ain't that big a deal. That ain't what told Moses. Mm -hmm. That's in your Bible. Your Bible, your Bible. Everybody, every Baptist church out there is in Noah's Bible. Right. Mm -hmm. That's right. what I'm saying is we in this world (laughs) I hope y'all ain't let me make it come out, but we in this world where fact and truth don't matter. No. Mm-hmm. People say, oh, well, I can think whatever I'm... I can think the earth is
4: flat. You can. That don't make it true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, true you can think
3: that gravity don't exist. You can think that? Don't jump off this hill. You're going to find out that gravity is a fact.
4: Mm-hmm. No matter how
3: much you don't want to believe it exists. Okay. So when Yahweh, you can say Yahweh's name don't matter. Mm-hmm. That's not what he said. You understand? And that's why we're not arguing about it, but look, I'm not going to go all day. Look, the name is Yahweh. You do your own research. You don't want to call me Yahweh, that's up to you.
4: That's right. <laughs> do what you got
3: to do. Just like jumping off this building, is up to you. You say gravity don't exist, I'm going to say, well, you call me a scaredy cat, I think gravity is real. And I think I ain't going to win that battle between me and gravity, all right? So do what you have. Do what you want to do. We are here to witness to Yahweh, you understand? So so go ahead, Ricky's real quick.
6: Um, and and
3: Elohim said unto Moses, Aya Asher, Ayah. Right. That's on and his name chart. I know it's kind of hard to see. Uh is it somewhere, somewhere else on the No, that's on name chart. Ayah Asher, Ayah, which is Hebrew, which means we have it right here. I will be what I will to be. Now in your King James Version, you got I am that I am. You understand? That's a mistranslation, a misapplication. Or these Hebrew are. That's right. And it's also, if you think about it, the difference between these two statements, I will be what I will to be, or and I am that I am, which one is limited? That's right. I am that I am. I'm what I am, and that's it. You understand? But I will be what I will to be. You're not pigeonholing me. I will be the sun, the moon, the stars. Right. I will be the oceans and the seas. I will to be every blade of grass is out there, clouds in the sky. I will to be your very breath of life. Right. And as the previous speaker said, you breathe that name. Yeah, we're excited, but you breathe inspiration and expiration. And this name Yahweh means, Y-A-H means he who exists, the existing one. Now, that sounds like God to me. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a. Uh, comic book hero, super Guy, mm-hmm. the existing one. You know what I'm saying? That's how it got me. The existing, he who exists or causes to exist. So and you see that, I will be, that's a, uh, you see Aya, you see Yahweh, that's that will be, or to be, you understand? That? That's a verb, it's an action, Yahweh is existence. So anyway, go ahead. Mm-hmm. He said, I Asha I or I will be what I will to be, mm-hmm. go ahead.
6: And Elohim said unto Moses, Ayah, Asher, Ayah. Right. And he said, Thus shalt they say unto the children of Israel, Moses. I will be have sent
3: me unto
6: you. So Moses,
3: Moses asked, what, what should I tell them your name? He said, It no don't matter what you call me. He said, You're going to go down there and tell them that Yahweh, the Elohim of your fathers, uh, Abraham and Isaac, and him, he sent me unto you. Go ahead.
6: Mm-hmm. And Elohim said moreover unto Moses, Thus shalt I say unto the children of Israel, Yahweh Elohim of your fathers, the Elohim of Abraham,
3: the Elohim of
6: Isaac, and the Elohim of Jacob have sent me
3: unto you. That one that y'all been hearing about, because they they had to to tell, rehearse those stories to their children. Abraham, we read about Abraham and Isaac, Abraham was going to kill his son. Well, you all heard that story, right? That was thousands of years before that, you understand, or hundreds of years while they was down in Egypt. That was a long time ago by the time they were slaves in Egypt. to my point. But they had to rehearse those stories to their children. You see <laughs> what I'm saying? So they didn't hearing about Abraham, Isaac, my grandmama, grandmama, sister, I'm my mom. <coughs> you hear this my whole life. Here's Yahweh saying, I, I, right, I am that. The one you heard about, I'm him. That's what he's telling Moses. Right. I'm him. Go ahead. And Elohim said moreover unto Moses, right. Thus
6: shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, Yahweh Elohim of your fathers right. the Elo- Elohim of Abraham mm-hmm. the Elohim of Isaac and the Elohim of Jacob have sent me unto you. This is my name forever mm-hmm. and this is my memorial
3: unto all Is that all in everybody's religions.
4: Bible?
3: Is that in everybody's Bible? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not us harping on this man. Now if you're going to be honest that's what I'm saying. The world's not honest right now. It's, everybody's disingenuous talking out of both sides of the name. Now, if you're honest-hearted, you have to admit that's in your Bible. That's not us. God said whatever name was originally in that Bible, mm-hmm. he said that was his name forever. Right. He, there's yes. no evidence to God don't care what you call it.
4: <laughs> no, not in that
3: Bible. If that's going to be your evidence. You understand? He said that was his name forever. But I'm going to show you another. i will not to go too much into the name. Well, you can get uh, Moses where he gave him the proof. The example? Yeah. <laughs> Because I said that when Yahweh give a man a vision, he give him proof. There's a whole lot of people out here talking about God I talk to him. You understand? Whole lot of people. how Ex- well, do you tell the, the real ones from the frost? Right. Exodus four and one.
6: Right. And Moses answered and said, But behold, they will not believe me. Nor hearken unto
3: my voice. Now, this is a school. You got some part We don't have time to read every single thing. But this is the same conversation that we just read where Yahweh told him, This is my name. But after burning the book, same conversation. You understand? we on only into the what? fourth chapter now, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so go ahead. Now, Moses is saying something else. He got rebuttals. Yahweh telling him what he got to do. You got to go down here, you tell him my name is Yahweh, you tell him I said, let him go, all this stuff. You read that on your own, but.
6: And Moses answered and said, But behold, they will not believe me. They
3: don't believe in Yahweh. Go ahead. Nor
6: hearken unto my voice. Mm-hmm. For they will say, Yahweh hath not appeared unto thee. Mm-hmm. And Yahweh said unto him, What is that in thy
3: hand? And he said, A rod. We got it depicted right here. Moses with a shepherd's crook. You understand? To herd sheep. Go ahead.
6: And he said, Cast it on the ground. Mm-hmm. And he cast it on the ground. Right. And it became a serpent, and Moses right. fled before well, it. Now, a
3: shepherd's crook is cast it on the ground, it becomes a serpent, mm-hmm. a snake. Why is Yahweh doing this? <laughs> they can't tell you that in the church. Go ask him. why Yahweh did that. Why did he turn the, the, the rod to a snake? Go ahead. I'm going to tell you in a minute. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
6: And Yahweh said
3: unto Moses, he did what Yahweh said and it became a rod again. Go ahead and get the other
6: one. That they might believe that Yahweh, Elohim of their fathers, right. the Elohim of Abraham, the Elohim of Isaac, and the Elohim of Jacob right. have appeared unto thee. Right. And Yahweh said furthermore unto him, Put now thy hand into thy bosom. Mm-hmm. And he put his hand into his bosom. Mm-hmm. And when he took it out, behold, his hand was leprous as snow. He put his
3: hand in, got healthy skin, takes it out, and has got leprosy. It was a terrible disease back then. They didn't have no... You understand? Think of it like a major rash. Alright, so now he puts his hand in. Now it was clean. Now it's leprosy. Read it real quick. hmm
6: And he said, put thy hand into thy bosom again. Do it again. And he put his hand into his bosom again. Right. And plucked it out of
3: his bosom.
6: And behold, it was turned again at his as his other flesh. Right. And it shall come to pass, if they will not believe thee, mm-hmm. nor hearken to the voice of the first sign,
3: mm-hmm. that they will believe the voice of the latter sign. So I told you, when Yahweh give a man a vision, he's going to give him some proof and evidence to prove that. That's what you did with Moses going out there. So now, that means Dr. Kelly came in doing magic tricks, right? <laughs> that's what that seemed like, turning a to into a snake, your hand, you know, a diseased hand, now of course. Anyway, <laughs> he could heal my eczema. Somebody come and do that to me and heal it up, right? You see, what Yahweh was showing him was a demonstration of the phrase that he told him about his name. When he said, he said, what should I tell them? And Yahweh answered, he didn't answer Yahweh the first time. <clears throat> he said, I ash, I, which we just told you means I will be what I will to be. Right. So Yahweh demonstrated to him, I will be this, whatever he wanted to be. He turns serpent, and uh, stick into a rod into a serpent. The full control, all they turned it back. Moses clean flesh. I will be health unto you, putting in there. Now is leprosy. I will be. You understand? Mm-hmm. Yahweh be whatever he wants. He's demonstrating his power. Right. right? You understand? He's demonstrating. He, this is that phrase in action. I will be what I <coughs> will to be. You understand? Right. All right. Now, we're going to. Uh, I think the strange. stuff. sorry. We're going to. Um, we're going to. Um, Move on, because I want to show you something else to y'all. I want to show you one of the signs Yahweh gave for killing. I told you, you want not no magic tricks. Now, we got all kinds of stories we can tell you about healing people from the dead and documenting. Mm-hmm. People that the doctor said was done, and he brought them back. But see, you wouldn't believe that.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: If I first came to this school, I wouldn't believe that either. i was like, you're going to tell me some man, way back in the 60s and 50s. I just wouldn't believe that. Y'all worshiping that, man. That's not what we do we showing you that what he, what Yahweh showed him in his vision, what you see on these charts, he's explaining what he saw in the vision. He's explaining the things Yahweh showed him. That's these are the works that he gave. Him. Let me show you one quick thing that you ain't gonna be able to, to deny. Him. He showed us how we were made in Yahweh's uh likeness and image. See, we always think it's physical and flesh. Well, God's a black man, God, There's a God, a woman, there's got waist. When he told, uh, when he said that, we're going to make Adam in my likeness and image, we're going to show you how. Now, Yahweh, there's a concept in the world of the trinity. First and foremost, that ain't in the Bible. Mm -hmm. The word trinity is not in the Bible. You Mm -hmm. understand? And this concept comes from people misunderstanding what's in there. First of all, they took the names out. That messed it up even more. The true names help you understand that Yahweh is not the trinity. You Mm -hmm. understand? But when he showed him in Clifford Killian, founder of this school, he showed him that I am unity. Now get it, Deuteronomy 6 and 4, that's in the Bible. All right. I'm just trying to make a point that you know, a lot of the stuff that we talk in the world, where does that come from? Mm-hmm. Right. These are men's concepts. And look, every person in here knows, the first time they heard that, it was hard to accept.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Every last one of them do that. Mm-hmm. You try to tell me my grandmother was wrong, my mom, that's hard. But like I said, if you are honest, heart, say, I want to know the truth. You understand? Sometimes you got to face the truth. You sit there and lie all the time. That stuff come back to bite you. You understand? You want to believe a lie or you delude yourself. You understand? That'll come back to bite you real hard. So go ahead. Get, uh, first, get I mean, uh, Deuteronomy. That's Deuteronomy 6 and 4. Right. This is Yahweh. We don't have time to hear the whole story. I just don't like reading and picking up randomly picking verses to fit what we say. That's not what we do here. You understand? Mm-hmm. We can tell you what each of these means. Yahweh talking to Moses, his brother, and his sister, they arguing like, who are you, Moses? Yahweh ain't told I think this is it. This this might not be. It. That's, That's numbers. That's numbers. i am get the Deuteronomy is when he's giving uh re-giving the law. Go ahead, just read it. Just come back and we'll we can we can prove what we say. But I got a specific points so I want to get to that. Read. Deuteronomy six, four, right. Hero is right. Israel. Right. Yahweh our Elohim is a unity. When he says that hero of Israel, he's making a declaration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yahweh our Elohim, go ahead.
4: Yahweh our Elohim
3: is a unity. It's a unity. There's the Um Do we have Yeah. Yahweh our Elohim is Yahweh a unity. He didn't say Trinity, three persons, but all God, that's not what he said. He said Yahweh our Elohim is Yahweh <laughs> unity. Get unity. Uh, give me a couple more of them, please. Uh you need scriptures. Mm-hmm. Come on, I need you on your game. You <laughs> are <laughs> here trying to try to help with the YouTube, I appreciate it, but the chat might be chill going need uh First Timothy. get that. And whoever else got it just called was a school, it's not a church. Ephesians six, three. And without controversy, right. great is the mystery of holiness. Right, this is Apostle Paul. Great is the mystery of holiness. Go ahead. Yahweh was made, was manifest in the flesh. Wait, Yahweh sent His little boy, His Son, that they killed, that He had with Mary. You right. No, Yahweh Himself was manifest in the flesh. Go ahead. Yahweh was manifest in the flesh, right. justified in the spirit, seen right. of angels, right. preaching to the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. All right. So now let us show you some of the things that we teach now. Now Yahweh is spirit, it's right on this chart. Now there's not some man up in the sky with a hole with a beard floating on a cloud. You understand? He is spirit. Well what is spirit? Spirit is the ultimate source. Listen to these words. Mm-hmm. The ultimate source of everything. Mm-hmm. You trace everything back as far as you go. It's source of spirit. You understand?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You see? He's the ultimate source. He's the ultimate substance right. of everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He is the limits and the bounds of everything
4: in this universe.
3: So the scientists, looking at the universe as far as they can see, they say the universe seems to be expanding. Huh? Why, why? Why can't they find the end of it? Because <laughs> it's all within Yahweh and Yahweh is the limit. You ain't getting outside of Yahweh. Right. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to do it. So every time they think they're getting close, it's bigger than we thought. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's the ultimate source, substance, limits, and bounds of everything. Mm-hmm. You understand? Now that's what spirit is. Spirit is invisible. You and I can't see it. Our five senses don't detect it. You understand? So how do we know this is? Now give you Romans 1,
6: as Romans one and nineteen. Because that which may be known of Yahweh is manifest in them. Mm-hmm. For Yahweh has showed it
3: unto them. Right. For the invisible things in For the invisible things of him. Of who? Of Yahweh. Yahweh. Are clearly seen. Invisible things are clearly seen. Stop and think about this. How do you see invisible? That's the whole point, is that they're invisible, right? But those are clearly seen. How are they clearly seen?
6: For the invisible things of Him from the creation of the world Very are clearly seen, right? Being understood by the things that are understand made.
3: Understand the invisible Yahweh Spirit is invisible. You and I can't see it. How do we know it exists? You understand about what He made. He made an example for you to see. Right. That ain't no different than what you do with your children. You're trying to explain an intangible concept to your children. Numbers. Three plus three is that's that's not a physical concept. But how do you teach? You display it with something physical. You get three things. This is one. This is two. This is three. Right. But so you want your kid to grow up and can't never count without this? And then the story. Wait a minute! I I can't add it up because I don't have my things. It's, that's an intangible concept that you're teaching, but you're using the physical things to teach them. That's all Yahweh did. And where do you think we got it from? You understand? You got it from Yahweh. So here's Yahweh. He said, "You understand the invisible Yahweh by the things that He made." So what did He make? We just talked about the entire universe, but He made man in His image and in His likeness. So if God is a Trinity, then man are a Trinity. You understand? Uh, I think it's first first John five and seven is what I want to that.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: First John
6: five and seven. Right. For there are three that bear record. Here we in go. Heaven.
3: See, I told you was a trinity is three in heaven. Mm-hmm. I told you. You know, people don't even let you finish your people don't listen. They just I just, I just told them out, man. Anyway, go ahead.
6: For there are three that bear record in heaven. Right. The Father. The
3: Father we showed you, Yahweh the Father. Go ahead. The Word. The Word. And the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. These three are one. Alright. So now we're going to show you how it's one. Because <laughs> the Catholic Church, the doctrine of the Trinity, you look it up, it's history. It came up with it. Come on, history people. Council of Nicaea. Council of Trent. They had to come up with that because right. they were trying to explain it. We don't understand it. Mm-hmm. How is, is there three persons? Is that they couldn't explain? It. Right. So they got a bunch of wise men together and they decided. They had a debate about it mm-hmm. and they decided what God was. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Who got the right to do that? You understand? Mm-hmm. But that's what they did. That's where that's where the, that's where the uh, doctrine of the Trinity came from. It's not in the Bible. So now, writing Bible, we just said, Hero, Israel, Yahweh, our elements, Yahweh, of unity. We just read First John 5 and 7 that the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit, these three are one. So, what examples did He give us to prove that? He made you and I, so here we are. You better hope you're not three people. We got terms for that. I forgot what they call it now. It used to be called multiple personalities. They call it, schizophrenia. Schizophrenia. They call it something. Call it's not about, no, it's another term for multiple personality now. It's, it's, it's a more modern um, PC term for it, but uh, yeah, for multiple person, I guess multiple personality is not PC enough anymore. But th- you don't want to have three different identities going on, do you? So, why do you think God got three? You understand, different- because you made his likeness in there, but I'll show you how <clears throat> Yahweh is the pattern, and we got it right here. Elements, the archetype, original pattern of the universe so, man, that ain't nothing no different than you. What do you mean? God's a pattern. You are the pattern for your children. You come together and have children. They don't look like cats. You understand what I'm saying? You're a human. So you re- you're And that's what DNA is. It's a pattern. It's a of instruction. You understand? And they come out looking just like you. You understand what I'm saying? And not only that, you want your kid... Like, well, that's every man. No, you know, you want your kid to look like you. If they, my kid come out... Blue hair and blind eyes. I'm mean, blue hair. Blind, blue eyes and blind hair is a problem. You understand what I'm saying? That's the, that's how you see. Oh, that's my view. I can't deny him, right? You see? You're a pattern. You are a pattern for your offspring. Right, right. Yahweh made you and I that way because that's what he did. We're pattern after him. So the Father, the Word, the Holy Spirit, Yahweh, Elohim, Yahshua, these three are one There is one spirit. You understand? Three states of existence you got states of existence too. So Yahweh the Father is what we point to. We always point here and on explain. We point to this cloud. This is a picture of Mount Sinai when they were in the wilderness. And that cloud is set on that mount. It was a cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. Right. That's what we're pointing to when we talk about Yahweh in his pure spirit state. Now that's in the Bible too. Yahweh chose the cloud to wrap. He chose to dwell in the cloud. So what he was doing, what he was showing was that Whenever Yahweh in this pure spirit state, they didn't see body, a person, a giant man, a, yeah. a, a small man, a woman, a, a dog. They didn't see anything. It's to show you that you can't understand him in that state. You understand? So he, that's when we're talking about Yahweh in his pure spirit state, the Father is invisible. He has the ability to make himself known unto man. Whereas before, in his pure spirit state, we can't comprehend him like that. You understand? Can't understand what he is in that state. So he has the ability
4: to take on a shape and a
3: form that is recognizable to us, that we can comprehend. So that's what he did. We got it depicted here. After this burning bush and Moses go up, what we just read, Moses go down here to contest with Pharaoh. They come out through the Red Sea. He told him you gonna come in this wilderness. Eventually, he said Moses, you come up into this mountain. I'm gonna show you some more stuff, because that wasn't the only vision that Moses had. Moses had. So we got That's ask, what's depicted on this chart? So panoramic vision of Elohim to Moses. So he what he showed Moses, he went up into that cloud, and Moses and seventy-four other people saw God. They saw him in a different form. You get what I'm saying? Just try to hang with me on this. Because I'm going to show you. Because it's hard to understand if you just stay there. It's hard to understand. That. Mm-hmm. Yahweh took on it, he's invisible. He moves into a visible, set, shape, or form. Not flesh and blood, not a man, not flesh. Still, we call it like a spirit man or a ghost man. But they can look at him and comprehend what he was. <clears throat> so later on, I'm going to jump ahead. This same Yahweh wasn't who became shape and form and manifested himself in visions and revelations, not just to Moses, but to uh, names some books of the Bible. Isaiah mm-hmm. Saul, Yahweh element in this shape and form. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeremiah, Jeremiah, you understand, Saul, Yahweh element in this shape. Now, in fact, Abraham saw the Yahweh. Like, you understand? That I got to explain because so I was trying to move that. <laughs> Look at so that same spirit. Manifested, and who the world calls Jesus Christ, that was not God's son with a flesh woman, with mm-hmm. a physical fleshly woman. You understand? And uh, he was Yahweh himself, because Yahweh has the ability to manifest. He showed Moses, didn't we just talk about? He'll be wherever he wants to be. He mm-hmm. you you can't manifest as a man if he so chooses. You understand? Mm-hmm. So he manifests, and I'm gonna prove that to you. Now, Yahweh, the Father, invisible. Pure spirit. Are we getting that? I wish. I, oh, we do have a board. I was like, I wish I had a board. Be careful that. on that stand. This thing yeah. is okay. shaky. I'm sorry. Everything going haywire today. Sometimes it be like that. I'm sorry, y'all. Is that what you was trying to? Huh? Is that what you was trying to tell <laughs> me? Yeah, flip that one. It's okay. Man. All right, Yahweh, and we use this tabernacle. Yahweh showed Moses and them. Uh told them to build a structure. See, we out here building churches that look beautiful, and they are beautiful, but that ain't the point of what Yahweh told them to build a tabernacle. This is showing you and I something about Yahweh. This tabernacle had three sections. but it was one tabernacle. So we had the most, I'm not even going to the tabernacle too much, most holy place, holy place, cork round about. Alright? Come back, we're going to that more. This is witnessing to the three unity of Yahweh. Right. Yahweh the Father. You understand? Or the Father. Pure Spirit. I okay. can Pure Spirit. Just want you to start matching these words up. We think pure Spirit is Yahweh the Father. You understand? Invisible, incomprehensible, inscrutable in that state. He can change his states. He comes into another state known as Yahweh. Elohim, or you know, King James Version, the Lord oh, God, and Sam, same Yahweh, but he's changed his state and he's made himself manifest. Or manifest means to make known. So I told you, in the pure spirit, we can't know him. It's invisible, he's invisible. You can't see something that's the principle that we looking at. Invisible. So you can't know him. Now he makes himself manifest so that they saw it looked. Right. it describes what they saw in Exodus. They saw, they said they saw the God of Israel, and he had under his feet a paid work, so he had feet. Right. He said, and uh, and he, and he, had, a, he had a body, mm-hmm. and he had and he didn't lay his hands on, him, so he had hands. Mm-hmm. so they saw the figure of a man. Right. They comprehend that. Mm-hmm. That's Yahweh, element, or Yahweh in a shape and form.
4: Not flesh and blood, though.
3: That's likened into that middle section of that tabernacle, the uh holy place. He had Moses and them build this tabernacle because it's showing us the pattern that Yahweh is. And same Yahweh can come down and manifest into a physical flesh of the body as Yahshua the Messiah, who the world follows Jesus Christ, that's like into the courtroom of the body. Now, what about you and I? He made us in his image, and in his likeness, right? So now, oh, there's so many ways I can do this. Let's do it simple first now. You have a head cap. Uh, you have a head cap. And it's on that tabernacle chart. We got the small one. So you got a head, right? You have a chest region, right? And you have an abdominal region, right? Just so put abs. That is, the head region is like Yahweh's father. Your chest region or the intermediary section is like. Yahweh, Eleanor, manifest in shape and form more like this holy place. And your abdominal region is like Yahshua Messiah or Yahweh manifesting in the flesh. You are three distinct. You are three parts, but one human being. And you can't separate these parts. Right. You cut off your head, you're dead. Right. You know understand? Have some damage to your chest region your abdominal region. You, these are vital organs. That's what they call it. You understand? And what about my arms and legs? Y'all just picking and choosing. Okay. Well, first of all, you can live without your arms and legs although none of us hope we hope that never happened. But even those are threefold. Right. Mm-hmm. You got a hand, forearm, top arm. One arm, you don't call that three arms? Mm-hmm. Do you? Mm-hmm. You got one arm. This is testifying to our creator. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm gonna finish it. I'm just trying to make this point though. Right? Mm-hmm. We can look at that and you know, you tell people they'd be like, it's un- they're unimpressed by hearing this, right? It's like, I don't think God, that's just, you know, but you can't deny it. I can prove to you God is not his man. Do you get what I'm saying? We can prove. It. Mm-hmm. You can't deny what we're telling you. You can't even say it's wrong. You have a head the chest cabinet, abdominal region. We're telling you it's pointing to Yahweh, the Father, Yahweh pure spirit state, Yahweh Elohim and shaken form, and Yahshua Messiah, the Holy Spirit. Head cavity, chest tab, abdominal cavity. And that he made you this way to prove his existence that he is a unity. Your body is a unity and it works as one. Do you understand? Well, let me show you this and I'll be down. Another way you can look at that. Oh, your arms, I told you your arms. Hand, forearm, upper arm, one arm. Same thing with your legs. You got foot, calf, and thigh, one leg. And your fingers, thank you Dr. Elaine Brazil. Even your fingers, see Yahweh, Doctor, we just listened to that. We just listened to that. Um. One of those lectures from Dr. Kinley, he said, he was like, I was showing, because people tried to do that gotcha thing. Like, uh, he said he was showing them about the tabernacle. Just real quick, he was showing them about the tabernacle. He said, come about the vessels in here. And we've got the basic vessels. I know some of you can't see this. you got nine basic vessels and so, and the previous speaker just mentioned, all right, you got nine systems in your, <laughs> nine primaries. primaries. Now, ain't the only one. That's right. There are periphery systems they are supported or depending on those nine primaries. That's right. So you have other vessels in here, too. And Dr. Kennedy said people try to get them like that. He said, like, I didn't say it wasn't no other vessels. That's now i right. was just trying to show you the basics of it. The simplest, but if you want to go into it, he would show you how that went by the pattern, that's too. Right. He said, i can show you that, too. <laughs> ain't nothing outside of y'all. So just like, oh, I, that's why I showed you the arms and legs. Oh, what about your Okay. Hand, forearm, upper arm. Still three in one. And they work together. You understand? Anybody want to lose a hand? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't need it. Mm-hmm. So same thing as Dr. Landon Brazil talking about even your fingers. You got how many joints to your finger? Three. 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 Five? Three You got three sections to your fingers. You understand? Huh? One finger. One finger. Thank you. You understand? And they work, in, work together. The three in one are that unity y'all was showing you. Threefold unity. He made you and I that way. because that's, and He's showing us something about him. So let me show you this last one, I'll be down. Yeah. So same thing. We say Yahweh in his pure spirit state. We point to here. That's Yahweh Father. He is incomprehensible and inscrutable in this state. Then he takes on a shape and a form known as Yahweh element. You understand? In this shape and form, he is still not flesh and blood. and he can only be seen to those he shows himself to. Everybody don't see him. When Moses was on this, at this burning bush, everybody wouldn't have seen what he saw. How y'all know that? Okay, well, Paul, on the road to Damascus, when he has his vision in Revelation, mm-hmm. Paul was out there, he was against the people following Yahshua. Round him up, put him in jail, kill him. Paul wouldn't have none of that. Yahweh gave him a vision. Knocked him down the road to Damascus. He said, you know, we blinding him. He heard a voice speaking. Said those ones that was with him didn't hear him. You understand? Know right. Yahweh appears to who he suits. In this state, he appears to everybody. Ain't going see it. Only seen in visions and revelation. So then, Sam Yahweh can become a fleshly man. So how do he prove that nuts? You and I. Everybody's one of us. Has a mother and a father, right? Uh-huh. They came together. They did the deed, right? They are, uh, it a lot dogs in here. Okay. It's appropriate. They, those sexual secretions of a man and a woman came together. That is a, that is, a, that substance don't look like a baby. Right? right. It is an inscrutable substance. In this sense, you can't look at it and say, well, that baby's gonna have blue eyes, brown eyes, it's gonna be a tall. You can't see that. You don't see the person.
4: And
3: it's a cloudy substance, a gray and white substance. So that ovum and that sperm come together. You understand? So that's like it being not in shape and form like Yahweh in pure spirit. Not in shape and form. Principles. Unscrutable. And it's also
4: invisible in a sense. That cell, that's those cells, that ovum in the, in the uh, sperm,
3: you ain't seeing the cell with your invisible eye. Yeah, I know we can see them with. Microsoft. But the principles that they are invisible. you mm-hmm. looking at these principles, showing you something about Yahweh. Then in the mother's womb, that child begins to take on shape and form. It is shapeless here.
4: Please
3: don't laugh about my little baby. You're gonna be a sad little baby. Anyway, mm-hmm. taking on a shape and form, As I can't even try to draw an embryo, so Chucky, this is the disrepresenting embryo. Right. 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 In the mother's womb, taking on a shape and a form, right. you understand? Right. Just like we told you Yahweh, that's a- the principle, Yahweh, who is in- invisible, inscrutable, without any definable shape and form. Right. And that's the point of the cloud. Don't we go out with the at clouds and say, well, that looks like a dog, mm. that looks like a cop. It's showing you any shape and form. You can't discern a shape and form. Of Yahweh in his pure spirit state. And he takes on a defining one, set, shape, and form as Yahweh element. So you do the same thing. You are without shape and form when your parents first come together and pregnancy begins. Then you begin to, in your mother's womb, take on a shape and form. And they got videos now. You can go look at the development, mental stages of a child in the womb. It is taking on a shape and form. Understand? Right. Right. And then that child is going to stay in that womb. For nine months,
4: right.
3: physically, you know, when the, when the mother first pregnant, she ain't showing. It. Most of the time, she don't even know. Right. You understand? Mm-hmm. Then she has to go to the doctor. She starts seeing signs, right? Things start happening to her body. every mama in here know I, ain't, you know. Mm-hmm. Things start happening to her. She goes to the doctor. Doctor say you pregnant. Then what do they do? You got to get some extra vision to see that baby. You know, a friend of mine just sent me a picture. Of his, I think it was a, whatever they call them, sonograms. It's a 3D sonogram. And I text him back. He sent me the picture. I text him back, like, Congratulations, y'all had it already? Like, that's how good that picture is. <laughs> I, <was like, laughs> I was like, He was like, No, we got like four more months. I'm looking inside the womb, but you and I can't look at them and see that. You need some extra vision, just as Yahweh Ellenham was only seen in visions. And revelations to who he and then you know everybody in that room with the mama, everybody can't see that baby like that with the parents, you understand? So that's only for who Yahweh show reveals himself to in that shape and form. And the same, and you come on down nine months later, a fully developed child, you are born to and I see it's the same. I just make him a little bit bigger. You understand? Put some hair on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. You got here. Maybe a a <laughs> That's Please. I told y'all it ain't about. If, if Yahweh was like how some of these preachers talk about Yahweh, care about your great edifice and yeah. your, your uh ability to speak well and sound like smart, like we, do. we ain't we got no. <laughs> I'm slow as they come. This building sucks. I'm not thankful to Yahweh for it, but you know, anyone who's going to open the door up on time, you know, by the world standards, it ain't what we're talking about or what we appear to be. It's nothing. But Yahweh has revealed to you and I, and I said, that if you come to these classes and you're able to see and understand, not take that light. because everybody don't. A lot of people walk in and like, yeah, I don't let Yahweh so. You understand? Yahweh's made you understand the importance of that. You need to understand what Yahweh's done. And it kind of puts things in perspective. Yeah. Like, you know what? I'm out here tripping about these bills. Maybe I need to stop tripping about the bills. Mm-hmm. the one who created the entire universe mm-hmm. has chosen to show me something. You know, right, right. know what I'm right. saying? Right. Right. Maybe it's time to get them. That's what you've been showing me. Like, you're so focused on that. Mm-hmm. You need to start learning about this. you sitting in front. We can know something about our So, anyway, bells rung. I'm going to get down. So, that same Yahweh. Just as that child, now that child is in the flesh.
4: Right. Right. Mm-hmm. When it's
3: in the mother's womb, you can't hold it. That's mm-hmm. the, you can't touch. You understand? Now it's a physical baby. You can bounce around just like JJ back there. You mm-hmm. understand? You can hold him and he's talking and da-da-da-da. you understand? Now it's in the flesh. And that's what and is that? It? Get John real quick. That's what they say about Yahshua. The same Yahweh who came and get John 101. And I'll just read that and I'll be done. Yeah. Yahweh, who was pure spirit, him. Took on his shaker form that most of them saw him, same one, manifested in the flesh, born through the loins of a virgin Mary as a baby, and then what John says is that we handled him, touched him, just like you handle your baby. You understand what I'm saying? Now he's in the flesh, same one, same DNA, same. In this state before. It has hair and 10 fingers. Everything that make up that baby is here. Right. Same well, stuff. You get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's Yahweh. Well, oh, God can't, even, you know, it got to be three different. You do that. You change states. That's right. You understand? Mm-hmm. Then those, that DNA, those set of instructions begin to make things happen. You know, what it, it kind of irritates me when people say, I, I, I gave you life for us. I know you forget. You brought the baby into the world, but you ain't make the baby. You, the world, you had, had fun, and nature, what we call nature, <laughs> your body started doing stuff.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Right. You ain't never seen a pregnant woman talking about, I'm trying to form these hands. Right. She ain't thinking about it.
4: Right. You
3: understand what I'm saying? It's happening outside of her control. Right. Mm-hmm. These are principles. Yeah. You're know right. right. always showing you understand? And so then that child, when it's time for that child, people, I know they can do, they can induce labor and stuff like that. But the principle is, when that, you don't have the woman on set the date. I know nowadays, you know. But generally, you can't just pick your date. I think I want to go into natural labor such and such thing It happened When it happens, you got it. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. These are all principles that Yahweh showing. So Yahweh, and what we hope, that's, first of all, that's Yahweh showing you that he made you a unity to testify that he's a unity. You're not three different people. You understand? That's a fact. You can't argue with it. You can, you can ignore it if you choose. But you can't argue with it. That's a fact. So now let's stop talking about the, the Trinity. You understand? The Holy Trinity. You understand? Right. I and mean, that's just one of the things that Yahweh showed Henry Clifford Kim. And like I said, we don't worship that man. We ain't no pictures of him. Just like, look, Yahweh showed him something. Just like he showed Moses something. Ain't nobody worshiping Moses. No. You understand what I'm saying? We're not talking about words of, oh, this was our great, and he was a great man. You understand? So was Moses. But what it is, is what he taught. And it's the same Yahweh showing both. And it's the same Yahweh that's going to show you. I know that that was all over the place. But we're here to introduce you to our creator. He does exist, and you can know something of him. John 1 and 1, and I'm done. John 1 and 1. In the beginning was the word. All right. Oh, I forgot about the word part. So we keep reading about the Word, right? In the Bible, you read about the Word all the time, right? Do I have a few, few more seconds? Yeah, go Say the Word. The Word of God came into me. The Word, da-da-da-da, all this. Then we go out in the church, where they talk about? I'm standing on the Word of God. You got that Bible in your hand. That's the Word of God, right? The Word of God. What are they talking about here? In the beginning was the Word. Was he talking about the Bible? Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. What is he doing? Now, if you got a good study Bible, it will show you that Word, They translated in English, it's word. But the word, the the Greek word is logos. Mm -hmm. Mm And what it means is the expression of a thought. You understand? So now let me show you this two, three, and one. Yahweh in pure spirit state is invisible. Your thoughts are invisible. Right. Right? Inscrutable to me. I don't know what you're thinking. I don't know what you're thinking until you either say or do something. Mm-hmm. You understand? Now you're manifesting your thoughts. So in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with Yahweh, and the Word was Yahweh. The Word is Yahweh element. He is the expression of the invisible. That's
4: Yahweh. Right. That's right. You understand That's what I'm saying?
3: The expression of the invisible Yahweh. Now he's putting it into, he's saying it or doing it. That's right. You understand? And then you take your thoughts you make your plan and then you carry out an action. Right. So then that's Yahweh, manifest manifesting right. Yahshua's side, right. right. carrying out his purpose. And he said it. He told John when he went to get baptized, he said, uh, it, it becometh us to fulfill all things. And that means to bring an end to things, to bring them to completion. Yes. He came to come bring his own purpose. And it's like, I got to carry out God's will. Every religion on the planet is trying to carry out God's will. Amen. You gotta kill people because God don't like what's happening. Right. You got right now, they're fighting over abortion. These people, the God don't like this. Right. Listen, the Yahweh we talking about, if he don't like it, it don't happen. That's right. right. Yeah. He don't need you and me to fight nuts. That's, right. exactly. that's a creator. Right. Not these little weak guys out that's here. that right. That's they can't do nothing for you. But what our job is to get in line with, you. that's what we struggle as we know. Yeah. We yeah. think well that God wouldn't do that, what make you think that? Right. So you got you have to learn what he said and learn his way. But we got all these concepts from the word. Anyway, hey, I'm going all off. Sorry. Go ahead. In the beginning was the word. We're talking about, when it's talking about the word, it's talking about Yahweh Elohim in this shape or form. Go ahead, read it real quick, and no, I'll shut up. In the beginning was the word. Right. The word was with Yahweh. The word was with Yahweh. And the word was Yahweh. word was Yahweh, not another. Right. Go ahead. The same was in the beginning with Yahweh. Right. All things that were made by him. Sorry, all things were made by him. He made. Didn't we just say Yahweh created the entire universe? All mm-hmm. things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was he made. He just doubled down that statement. Mm-hmm. Yahweh made everything. Nothing that exists, you understand, wasn't made by. Right. Everything was made by him. Right. Go ahead. In him was life. In him was life. And the life was the life the of man. Amen. What happens when a man dies? Mm. No physical trauma. You understand? No damage to the head. What's missing from that body? Spirit. 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 Right. That's Yahweh. I will be. He who exists has taken that spirit out of that body. Without it, body just another hunk of meat. You understand? Mm-hmm. The invisible part of you. You understand? In him was life. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. And the light shines in darkness, and the darkness comprehended right. it not. Right. Now, the 10, he was in the world, and the world was made by him. And right. The world mm-hmm. knew him not. Mm-hmm. Right. And 14 mm-hmm. and the word was made flesh. Same word that was in the beginning that was with Yahweh that was Yahweh that created the world was made flesh go ahead. And dwelt among and, us well, this is John the, the, the uh, apostle John who walked with Yahweh he said that one was Yahweh mm-hmm. and he walked among us. Go ahead. And we beheld his glory. Who saw him. Right. The glory of the only begotten right. of the father right. full, full of grace and truth. So he's saying that yeah, Yahweh is in you. That same one, Yahshua, was the one who spoke from the mountain to them. Mm-hmm. Same one. Not three, not some council up in heaven, they all working in. They said, well, the people down there is crazy. So this is the Lord and God. They working. You know, people down there, they need some help. So Jesus, you got to go down there. Jesus is like, oh, man, why is it me? You, right, 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 you go right, down right. there. Right. You know, I, I, always, right. I always talk about that. uh oh, I did you know, I always talk about that. Um, I'm sorry. All right. Come back and I hope that you got some of it. But these things that we learned, they really are of Yahweh, and we can prove them. So I hope that you all got some of it. Thank
0: you, Dr. Lewis. Beautiful uh, testimony. And for our next speaker, and before I say that, we are going over about 10 minutes because we did start late, so apologies. for our next speaker of the evening afternoon, we're happy to call Dr. Sharon Lewis.
4: I
7: would like to say good um, afternoon to the fans and I truly enjoyed the remarks of the previous speaker and I wish he was allowed to just continue on uh, because it was very very edifying the things that he was going through. the other previous speakers as well. I am so grateful to be here. It's really something when you're in house in person. It really is. And it's so such a good feeling. But the things that was gone through this morning, wasn't that wonderful? Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean really, you know? And I'm sitting back there and just thinking how the Yahweh just revealed it. He shared this information to his son. <laughs> Let me have over there in Colossians where it talks about the mystery because we always had God somewhere. He wasn't in us. He was off somewhere. He was up somewhere. But we come to understand through by the introduction of this divine vision and revelation which was given to the founder of this school, Dr. Henry Clifford Kenley in the state of Ohio in the year 1931. And this man, Dr. Kennedy, stated he had a divine, stupendous vision directly from the creator. This was not his concept. He wasn't writing another book like all the other books about religion, he said. He wasn't, it wasn't his theory. It wasn't his ideal of what Yahweh was like. Yahweh showed him, but knocked him out. And revealed to him his purpose, his pattern, his plan, and something about himself. That's what Yahweh did. Didn't come from the confines of his own mind and his ideal. You know, like the world has everything in their own ideal, their own concept. No, there's a way, and that's what the previous speakers was talking about. What Yahweh showed, what he revealed, about himself. Now we're being introduced to our Creator as He really is and actually exists, like none other. And for me, it is just very, very humbling to know that Yahweh did this. So, like I said, in the year 1931, He gave Dr. Kimley a vision. He didn't just stop there, He gave him a divine revelation of what He saw. Because so He didn't even know what it was that He saw. Yahweh asked him, what would you do with what I tell you, if I'm not mistaken, got the story correct or not, is that he didn't know at the first question. But then he knocked him out again. In other words, he elevated him again. And what he physically was doing was from the bottom of his house to our upper room of his house. It was a form of an elevation. Like we have to be elevated in order to see and to understand Yahweh. He elevates our consciousness about Him. It's not something we can come to on our own. This is a great, magnificent Elohim. This is one like none other that we can even begin to imagine. This Elohim that we know, this Yahweh that we know, is above all gods. All Elohims, all authority, all power. He's above all of that. This is what Yahweh is showing us. And he's letting us know this in this last day and age. We're in the last prophetic seconds of this, and everything, and everybody always talks about that as well, because that's where we are. So, but he revealed these things to Dr. Kinley, as he really is and actually exists. So, we have on this particular chart here, we have this fiery cloud that surrounds this chart. And this is supposed to show forth that everything is living, moving, and having this being within this cloud, as the moderator talked about. He went on to tell you how that Yahweh is pure spirit. That means you can't understand him in his pure spirit state. He's incomprehensible, inscrutable, indiscernible, invisible. See these words that we never really—I never really thought that much about, as far as the Creator is concerned. I guess I just had him up there sitting on a throne, on a throne, a big high chair. You know, I guess I had him looking like a man. I don't know what I used to think. You know, you can't even remember. Because you didn't even know that you didn't know that you didn't know. Mm -hmm. So Yahweh had to bring us down here and to give us an understanding about him. But this, he was in in his pure spirit state, incomprehensible. This is what Dr. Kinley described, the man who Yahweh selected to have this divine vision. You see, he can only, he can't, we can't even begin to say it like he said, it, but we want to (laughs) repeat. Because that's all this story is about. It's a repeating. It ain't my story. It's not your story. It's Yahweh's story. He wants you to repeat it. And Dr. Kinley said, if I came in saying anything other than what Moses said, or if I came in saying anything other than what John is saying, then don't believe it. Don't buy and paraphrase it. He's going to come in and say the same thing. Why Moses and John? Yahweh gave him a vision. He gave John, Moses a vision. Here we say panoramic all passing vision of Elohim to Moses in 1490 B.Y. Told him, remember I told you about that elevation? Took Moses up to a mountain, you know, and told him and showed him the vision. Out here, John on the Isle of Patmos. This Owl of Patmos is an owl in the Asian Sea. It's a mountain coming up out of a sea. So it's a form of elevation. This panoramic vision of Elohim to John in 1896 the patriarchs and prophets, he gave visions to. They didn't say nothing different about what Yahweh showed them throughout the ages and dispensation. Here's Dr. Kenley, he sees what John sees, sees what Moses sees, confirms it all. He has his panoramic. He said it was like a Japanese fan opened up. A Japanese fan is one that's closed. As you open it up, you can see the revealed picture you know, and most of them are beautiful, aren't they? You know what I'm saying? This is what Yahweh did, and he did it for you and I, because, you know, we didn't know nothing about him. So he did this for you and I. He did this for you and I, dying on the cross, you see. So he showed him how in his pure spirit state, he's all of wisdom, intelligence, and knowledge, love, beauty, and justice, foundation, power, and strength. These are intangible attributes. In other words, you can't touch a pound of wisdom. You can't handle some justice, if you will, or strength. But you have manifestations of these. That's what he was talking about, being made known or revealed. So this here was Yahweh in his pure spirit state. It says Yahweh desired to create a creation. And within that purpose of himself, this is not something that just happened. He purposed it. Everything that's happening, he purposed it. You see what I'm saying? It's not just happening willy-nilly, uh, as they say. It's happening according to his purpose and his plan. And I want to just say right down here today, everything that's happening in this world today is purpose. Mm-hmm. Yahweh has purposed purposed it it's not out of control to him mm-hmm. and that's what he's telling us get on board because i'm opening it up people i'm showing some stuff just like he had to show various ends of ages we don't have we have this little uh dispensation chart over here and we 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 t- y'all is just leading us the way to go you know, this building's getting on our last nerve, but we're grateful for it. You know, the things that you have to deal with and stuff. Hopefully he'll allow us, if it's says, we'll have another more conducive place to be able to come to and to gather, for Satan, not to gather yourselves in the name of Yahweh. It still goes on. It does. It's the gathering on Zoom. Yes, by all means. Come together and hear the word. Yahweh always has said that. And in the midst of two or three witnesses, he'll Um, When two and three gather, he'll be in the midst. So that's what we're hoping for always, not our story, but Yahweh's story to be revealed. I don't have a lot of time, but just let me get to the point that hopefully I I can make. Yahweh, in his pure spirit state, he desired to create a creation. So he had to move from this, and he took on shape and form, known as Elohim. This is what the previous speaker was talking about. This is Yahweh in pure spirit. He takes on a superincorporeal shape and form of a man. This is Yahweh in shape and form. He later on, he after that, you see this here. I just go how the uh, this chart is drawn. Then, Doctor, then Moses seen in this vision how that Elohim. Uh, transfigured into this threefold intangible sanctuary had in a most holy place a holy place and a court round about the sanctuary the tabernacle which represented the father the word the holy spirit it's talking about these three are one this pure spirit state which Yahweh Elohim and Yahshua takes on shape and form Yahweh Elohim and Yahshua then this intangible sanctuary reflecting Yahweh Elohim and Yahshua, these three be one you see. And then he changed back into this half figure of a man, of Elohim, and then he showed forth in day by day, logical sequence, the pattern coming in by the creation after the pattern of himself, you see. And then later on the self-same spirit manifested through the loins of a virgin, a mother, Mary, and who was born into the world Yahweh Elohim and Yahshua Yahweh Elohim and Yahshua Yahweh Elohim and Yahshua because these three are one and he went on to show you that manifestation with your own physical body you see what I'm saying so Yahweh has had the whole thing just a round trip now he came down he came down because he's in this lofty state he comes down for a purpose for a mission he came in to fulfill everything which was written in the law and the prophets, that Bible, concerning himself. He came in to show the world that he was fulfilling everything, which we come to understand, fulfill means to complete and finish. So he came from this lofty state. He didn't just come in this state to do his will. He did it when he was in pure spirit. He was purposing everything. He was purposing all of these ages and dispensation and time before him. I'm telling you, Yahweh is just telling us the story. We're getting a little bit of inkling of a story, you know, because we've got ages to learn, ages to come to learn in. You see, it's not stopping. Here, you probably can't see it. This fourth kingdom age on this line says, Revelation of Yahshua, the Messiah. And it's a conclusion of the physical. Mm-hmm. We're in the physical now, right. but we weren't always in the physical, or the physical didn't always exist. Mm-hmm. So the physical is going back. Don't everything go back to what it came from? Mm-hmm. Everything. You leave anything, it goes, it disintegrates. If the cards talk about soul is biodegradable, it goes back to its original. You and I would go back to the original, not the flesh. the spirit of the matter. You see, so when we take off this physical, physical flesh and blood, the creation, not just you and me, heaven and earth and all things that were created is going to be gone. You see, there's nothing to fear about. It wasn't, it was gone in the beginning, if you know what I'm trying to say. It wasn't always here. You see, but people got their minds thinking, this is it, this is it. Stuff like that. Stuff everywhere in this world. Everything is more important than learning about your Creator. You can see it on the people's whole mannerism. Everything is so important. It's so this, it's so that. Oh, I'm, I'm, now I don't have time. I just... I guess what comes to my mind is what has this got to do with me now? So you add, we sit on seats and we ask our question, what? Yahweh is telling us now. Do you know there was a world back here when this ended? And back here when this ended, they had time on this? You know, 120 years? What was Noah doing, I wonder? What did he do for 120 years? He said he preached the gospel. That's why it's important to come and preach, to listen to what's going on. But let me tell you another reason. Is Yahweh has invited each of us to the party. We know the secret things of him, if you will. See, we know that this isn't going on like this will go on forever. We know this world won't. So what I'm trying to say to you, it's important right now where we are to know what thus said our Father. To know what mindset we should be in. This teaching is so beautiful to me. Because this one came in, in the flesh, from pure spirit, to die the death of an outcast dog. So now we come to find out in our affiliation, now our understanding, we now no longer have to do anything that was written in the Old Testament, which wasn't even talking about us anyhow, but we don't have to do nothing for salvation.
4: Mm
7: -hmm. I'm telling you people, nothing physical works for salvation do we have to do you don't have to drink crackers or communion you don't have to take communion you don't have to get dunked in water or be baptized you don't have to pay for this you see, you don't have to go to catechism, you don't have to be what does the Jewish people do where, where they, they whatever their thing is that the Jewish people have to do when the young people become 12 years old, years old. Years old. Yeah. Years. whatever it's called, you don't have to do that you know, in fact, I heard one of the brethren say he never heard, he's a born, natural born Jew mm-hmm. and never heard the name of Yahweh until he came in one of these schools. Oh. Oh. says, and it was a Gentile that told him, yeah, yeah. you know, a physical yeah. Gentile told a natural born Jew the name of Yahweh, right, yeah. you know. So just think about that. Right. So but you know what you are? You're the spiritual Jew. That's who's telling him. You're the spirit. Yahweh always made the promise with his son, that's right. that Jew, if you would. But you're the spiritual Jew now, you see. So Yahweh is telling us the story through by having this vision and revelation. That's right. And that's right. So he's telling us the story. Right. So I just want to hear it. Right. I just want to witness to it. I just want to be confirmed in it. Be confirmed with the miracles that he's doing. He's doing miracles right now, today, in our time, to many of us sitting on these seats. You see, a miracle of resurrecting a dead conscience is the miracle of all miracles. Amen. To be able to call on the name of Yahweh, you know, with sincerity and truth. So he's concluded everything. Coming out of pure spirit, he concluded manifesting this physical body. Now this physical body is no longer here. He took it off. He went to the grave. He was buried in it, and he resurrected. He was buried in that grave, but he resurrected a quickening spirit. He did not resurrect our physical body. He said he's not going to do this one again. He's not going to climb on the cross and be nailed on the cross this way again, ever. So now, because he's not in this physical body, and that was the only salvation that there was, on the day of Pentecost, he pours out his spirit in the hearts of mine. Pentecost is still going on. Right.
4: It's going on.
7: It's, hopefully, it's going on in you and I.
4: Mm-hmm.
7: Pentecost, outpouring of the Holy Spirit. The only way that we have hope or salvation is having the Holy Spirit in us. Right. That's how we get through this world. That's
4: right.
7: Holy Spirit in us. That's why it talks about over in the scripture, the time is out, what manner of conversation ought we to have? That's right. What way should we be? Should I be concerned about this, that, and the other? You live your life, you do what you do, be a law-abiding citizen, but have the mind and concept, the thought, the hope, the heart on Yahshua. That's because right. that's the only thing that's going to save us. Do you know, you heard about the shooting in Buffalo? There's racism, there's hate everywhere. It's not just racism, What's going over in Russia. And like the previous speaker mentioned that, and two, uh, do you know that all those things Yahweh's got in his hand? You know he ordered them? You know he's orchestrating them? Think about that. Our creator is doing that in this world. He is tearing the place up. And we are witnessing those that have a knowledge because the people who don't have a knowledge don't know what's going on. They say something's going on, I feel it, I know it, but they don't know what's operating. They think it's this man or that man or this race or that race, but they can't understand that Yahweh has a purpose and he has a plan. So he is showing us what we need to know and he's showing us also what we need to do. Remember people, Back over here just, just remember when they were in came up out of the into the migration of the wilderness of Sinai when they was out here what did Yahweh do this people Yahweh says the stiff neck people this is what was happening and they cried for bread they said you could have left us in Egypt it was bad down there but at least we had bread we had food down there What did Yahweh do? He rained down manna. He rained down manna which was food or bread from heaven. You know what I'm saying? He allowed them to gather that bread. Six days they were supposed to gather it. On the sixth day when they gathered it, they gathered the same amount they always had, or, or if I'm not mistaken, but on the seventh day, which is a rest, it was a double
0: portion.
4: Six, six days. So six day days. Okay, did I say that?
7: Because rest. they're resting, but when they went to prepare, it wasn't a double portion? On the sixth day. You see? So here you have this sixth dispensation. We got seven ages and seven dispensations. This right here, this fourth age we in, as you see, fifth and sixth dispensation. And this sixth was over here, and Yahweh had uh, them, uh, Dr. Kennedy said, put it over here, in this age here, in this fourth, present kingdom age so this sixth dispensation you can liken that into like the sixth day if you would mm-hmm. seven days seven ages all of it you take this physical side of it and look at it from a spiritual standpoint so here you have that could be represented dispensation wise as the sixth dispensation if you would so now they had to right here now where we are he's giving us the manna or the food you see what i'm saying And they had to prepare that food. And the reason why he gave them that matter was to prove them. When you read the scripture, he said, I'm going to rain down this matter to prove you. What are you talking about? You're giving them food to be proven? I'm telling you, Yahweh's an awesome thing. That's what we're partaking now. The time is out. Can't go any further than that, but it's a beautiful, beautiful thing what Yahweh has done for us. I encourage us all of us myself please joshua just keep us steady keep us stable keep us fervent keep us wanting to hear this keep us diligent keep us in the mindset that he is our only hope you see because the world will have you think you got to do and be someplace else but i think i think it was marcus always said i'm so glad that he's got me doing this he, I could have been doing something else with somebody else, someplace else, other than this. Every last one of us. We could have been a nice day outside. But we come here and hear all that noise, walk up into a closed room, as, as the moderator has said, door is locked, nothing's prepared. It's always like that. It's always a challenge, if you would, but Yahweh, what he does is that he gives us and rewards rewards us with the fruits of his spirit. I'm sitting on my seat and He I said, thank you, Yahshua. I passed three churches that was filled to the brim in the parking lot. I said, thank you, Yahshua. You know, there's nothing else we can say. He did that. He separated us. He said, don't worry about them. That church is filled in the parking lot because that old boy got them. He ain't worried about them. He got them. But you're the ones that he's going to be after, you see. And if it wasn't for Yahshua, he's the only saving grace that we have. Is Joshua the Messiah. I encourage you. All the brethren, stick with it. Be fervent. Be diligent in this last day. And Yahweh will reward us with his blessing and with his spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: And that does conclude our lecture for this evening, for this afternoon. Once again, we apologize for going over, but we did start late. We hold our classes usually on Zoom every Sunday from 11.30 to 1.30. And on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 6.30 p.m. to
4: 8.30 p.m. we have one announcement. Okay, we have one one quick announcement. I'm sorry. That's all. We do want um, more participation it is it's worth putting this on
0: and we know people appreciate it but if we could get you know members to help from from the there, it's a lot of moderation scripture. everything it's a lot it's a lot <laughs> yeah um, once again we hold our classes here every Sunday on zoom from 11 30 to 1.30, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our school is supported by donations, and we do appreciate your donations. May we all stand for doxology. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and to present your soul faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise Elohim, our Savior, through Yahshua the Messiah, our Sovereign, with own glory, majesty, dominion, and power, before all time, now and forever, let us all
4: say hallelujah. <laughs> yeah,